Okay, bruv, bruv, I got a joke for you. Huh? What's what, what what's I, the joke? The Minnesota Vikings. <laughs> <laughs> oh man. Jason, they suck. Uh, what's up, everybody? You know the boys at the sweatshop. Two guys sweating it out in the shop. Uh, Jason can't be here with us today. He's got family matters, but, you know, uh, shout out to the fam and everything. Uh, it's me, Joshua Clarendon, and your boy, Ryan Dale. Say what's hi, up? Ryan. How's everybody doing today? Everybody's having a great day, and we're ready to learn some things about sports. Okay, right. first we're going to talk about the NFL, uh, AFC Championship Games, and... Uh, Wow, it's been a playoffs, hasn't it, Ryan? This, I don't think the NFL has had a better year than this year. There, like, there are so many storylines that are coming together that are just culminating into what is the hundredth year anniversary of the NFL. It's been it fantastic. is crazy. It it's been it almost feels as if the I've NFL rigged the this season. It really has been crazy. Uh, Titans clapping the pa- not clapping the Patriots, but beating the Patriots. Uh, Titans absolutely clapping the Ravens. The Chiefs come back, which we all, everyone who was a Chiefs fan knew was happening. Uh, uh, everyone, really everything just going down crazy. If you're a true Chiefs fan, then you knew what was happening. But nah, man, I, I turned I turned that I turned the television off for about five minutes. Came back downstairs and twenty one twenty four, and I was like. Thank you, God. Thank you for this. No, <laughs> boy. I saw Jason. Jason tried to Jason tried to muscle up because I roasted him after the Vikings lost. So he sent me saying like, "Oh, Patrick Mahomes is the goat and stuff like that." But I literally went on a uh, run because yeah. I was relaxed. He I was had, relaxed. He had to eat I knew they were coming words. back. That man put stuff on social media, and five minutes later, I had to take it down because people were coming back at him, and so did yes. the Chiefs. Yes. Oh my exactly. God. Exactly. Andy exactly. Reid looked like he was about to crap his pants for a second, and then he, he sucked it back up and won the game by 20 points. But that's what the All Chiefs right. do. Exactly. But uh, Jason's wrongness aside, let's get into the AFC Championship games. We got the Niners, the favorites, playing against the Packers, and we got the Chiefs playing against the Titans. First, let's go over Niners, Packers. J- uh, Ryan, what do you think about that? Uh, I'm going to have to – the 49ers just got way too much depth. I mean, yeah. their defense is elite. And I think yeah. I just think that their secondary and Rick, Richard Sherman as their defensive leader is just going mm-hmm. to take everything away from Adams. And if Rodgers doesn't have that deep ball, I think it's going to be a really tough game for the Packers. First off, I don't think you can take anything away from Adams. I mean, this was a man, I believe it was Ocho Cinco, but his routes literally made the man shed tears because they were so beautiful. So I don't think you can I don't think you can stop Devontae Adams, but I think you can slow him down. And with and not only slow him down, but also slow down Aaron Jones. Yes. The Niners had one of the best run defenses this year. And I feel like if you stop if you stop Aaron Jones and you slow down Devontae Adams. I mean, the Packers' defense is above average. They're solid, but they're not good enough to carry the team. So I feel like Aaron Rodgers has to have the game of his career if yeah, he wants to is, beat the Niners. This is a perfect way for Aaron Rodgers to establish that he is one of the greatest, if not the greatest quarterback up to this point in the NFL. 
I mean, just a, a couple of years back, he was the NFL MVP and he ended up winning a Super Bowl that year. So it's really, it's really time for him to step up. And if he does, and our boy Patrick Mahomes does, State Farm <laughs> is going to have the time of their life. Oh State Farm stock is going to go through the roof. Oh it's my goodness. Okay. The NFL is just going to be like, do you even want us to air a, <laughs> an ad for you? Because this is. Like it's it's already done, you know. State oh my gosh! Per- <laughs> Newsflash: On the off chance that the Packers win, purchase your State Farm stock now yeah, if you want to get rich quickly. Right now. Oh my oh goodness! My Progressive is going to go out of yeah. business overnight. <laughs> Flo's going to Flo's going to be panhandling like, uh... on the street for a job. Goodness gracious! So what do we, what do, we do now? <laughs> yeah. Oh my gosh! Yeah. Uh, also, but back to the Packers. Uh, I feel like uh, the only way the Packers can win is if they get big plays or they control the clock. They need one. They need to go to yeah. either extreme because I don't feel like they can beat the Niners straight up. And with the Niners' insane uh, running game, I feel like the only way they can win is with the big plays. So Devontae Adams needs to go off. Like he Jimmy- needs to put Richard. He needs to put Richard Sherman on his back. Yeah, and he, Jimmy Graham, as you as you were about to say, Jimmy Graham also needs to show up. Just the entire Packers receiving core is just going to have to do something to show that they belong in the NFC Championship. They've they've had the benefit of playing kind of a an injured Seahawks team in this last game, but these 49ers are not the Seahawks. They have yes. a good defense and they have an offense that can play. Not saying that uh Russell Wilson can't but Lord, it's going to be tough. Yeah. I I definitely feel like beating the Seahawks does not qualify you to say that you have a chance against the Niners just because the Seahawks is, are literally the Russell Wilson show there. There's the thunder back before we had Paul George. They were, (laughs) except Russell Wilson can actually carry us through, could actually carry a team through the playoffs. But also we have to take into account that the, the injuries on both sides, though the Packers, uh, they both don't have many people not playing. They do have a lot of people hampered. The Niners have Mostert out, uh, not out, but hampered with a calf injury. He was in full practice, though. George Kittle had a ankle injury. He had full practice, though. And Tevin Coleman, I believe, had an elbow injury. He also had full practice. But the Niners had a lot of people. I believe Jimmy Graham had limited practice today. Yeah. And Geronimo Allison also had an injury. So I... Injury wise, it seems pretty even. Although there are a lot more people hampered on the Packers side, though. Yeah, not just, just Geronimo, that, Allison, and Graham, but yeah. I think just the 49ers are more a complete team, but Jimmy G is going to actually have to earn his money this game. He's going up against yeah. one of the better quarterbacks of our well of our time being able to watch. I mean, it's just he's going to have to play like he signed a thirty million dollar year contract. Like this man is yeah going to have to come out, and if he does, definitely he'll be greatly rewarded. But mm-hmm. it's going to be a great yeah. game down there in San Fran. Definitely. I agree completely. Now, up to the marquee game. You know what it's saying? Uh, Chiefs versus Titans in oh, Arrowhead God. Stadium. Second uh, Ryan, AFC what you got, brother? Hosted in Kansas City. You know who I've got to go with. He's got a cannon attached to his arm. Okay. Mm. This man, he can. Mm. He tied the playoff record in his second year as a starter for mm-hmm. touchdowns in a quarter with yeah. four. 
Guys, I got I got to go with the Kansas City Chiefs. No. Yeah. No way, no how that they're going to lose. I think it's going to be a great game in Arrowhead. It's supposed to be I think like 11 degrees on Sunday. So it's just, it's just oh, it's going to be a good playoff game. Just a little bit. The Chiefs don't have it made. It's not a done deal yet. I'm taking the Chiefs too, but I have to admit I am fe- I have a healthy fear of the Titans though. So the Chiefs had a have a very solid defense. The problem is they were towards the top of the league in pass defense and towards the bottom of the league in rush defense. And I don't got to tell people that uh, there's this man they dub as King Henry coming to Arrowhead Stadium. So I'm just a wee bit worried about that. What about you, Ryan? Yeah, I'm in the I'm in the same same boat here. I mean, Derrick Henry has almost rushed for 400 yards in the last two games alone. I think he's at 377. <laughs> and just to put this in perspective, how many yards do you think Ryan Tamahill has thrown for? Just, just take uh, a guess. Two, 250. Nope. 140 yards. Oh, it's, my goodness. It's ridiculous. So what that means is the Kansas City defensive line and Frank Clark and Chris Jones really have to come through and – put pressure on the outside so that Derrick Henry doesn't get out there. And that also means that when they take that away, they have to get to the quarterback and taking away that play action. And that means Daniel Sorensen and Tyron Matthew are going to have to be very attentive attentive, and just take away the deep ball that the Titans like to run. I don't really care about the deep ball so much. I just think we got to get it out of Derrick Henry's hands. So my thinking is that the, for the Chiefs to win the most comfortably, they need to stack the box against Derrick Henry and force Ryan Tannehill to throw the ball. Now, that does not mean that they're going to win. I need I must remind people that Ryan Tannehill had one of the best passer ratings over the over the course of his time as a starter for the Titans. So he can still he can throw the ball fairly well. I'm not saying he's one of the best in the league, but he can still he still is a really good field general. But I would much rather have him throwing the ball than Derrick Henry running the ball. Because what what's going to happen is if Derrick Henry keeps running the ball, their time of possession is going to go up, and then our offense is going to get out of its rhythm. If Ryan Tannehill has to throw the ball, I'm much comf- more comfortable in our offense staying in line with their passing offense. How about you, Ryan? I mean, one benefit that the Kansas City Chiefs do have is they are taking on uh, a first-time playoff appearance. Well, I think second time under Mike Rabel. Uh, Yeah. And Mike Mike has already shown that he's he's a good coach, but Andy Reid has been in this position before, and he has the talent offensively to make up Mm -hmm. for the lack thereof of time of possession. I think their longest drive – last week was under four minutes <laughs> and they scored 51 points. So I don't, I love I don't, this team so much. I don't think it's necessarily in the city's ability to score with a certain amount of clock or not. I think it's just whether they can make big plays when they need it. Travis Kelsey, Travis Kelsey is coming off a, I believe it was either hamstring or groin injury. He's going to have to he's going to have to make big plays, Tyree Kill. And Sammy Watkins is another person that has is on a contract year and is going to have to play like it's his last. I mean, because ultimately it is. 
I get yeah, I agree with you. I I do also agree with you that if the Chiefs stack the box against Derrick Henry, which I severely hope is what they're gonna do, Tyron Matthew is definitely the key to the game and that he only limits the Titans to the short eight, maybe uh seven, ten yard throws, those kind of throws, rather than getting the deep balls that they are accustomed to with AJ Brown on the roster. So those are our picks. I believe we both have Niners Chiefs in the Super Bowl. Jason did want me to inform you guys that he has Niners Titans in the Super Bowl. He's just trying to spite uh, That's what it is. No, I think he really believes that, but I do think that his judgment is clouded by the fact that we are somewhat toxic Chiefs fans. But yeah, that, yeah. Jason, you're trash. Your team's trash. Your God, whole yeah. team is trash. Get out of here. That's what, okay. that's what we're saying. Now on So to- that's what we yeah, that's what we got. Titans, Chiefs, Niners, Packers. We got Niners, Chiefs. All right, so those are our picks. Jason got Niners, Titans, but we're not worried about that. So now that we got NFL out the way, we're going to our expertise. We're going to the NBA with the All-Star break coming up in just a month. We are going to choose our – we are both going to choose our All-Stars from the West and from the East. So, Ryan, who you got from the West? All right, so this is how we're doing it, everybody. We have chose 12 deserving all-stars and then one legend pick, so 13 in total. And, of course, we we got to start out the Western All-Stars with my man, Kawhi Leonard. Oh, my God. Uh, the man is a freak. He's been – there was, uh, there was a, a line from a couple days ago where – one of the media members asked Kawhi about some of the recent struggles that the Clippers have been having. And I will admit that it has been a little tough, but they, they come out to play when it matters. Okay. And that was kind of what he uh, was reiterating to the public and to his teammates. We're out, we're out here to play basketball. We're out here to have fun. And this man, the fun guy, he's got to be on the Western all-star team. Now following him, we got LeBron, LeBron and Anthony Davis from the Los Angeles Lakers. They've been balling out there, the top team in the Western Conference right now. LeBron and AD are teammates that are both in contention for the MVP candidate. Now, mm-hmm. definitely rounding out my starting five, I've got James Harden. Nikola Jokic and Nikola Jokic of the Denver Nuggets. James Harden, I cannot deny this man's offensive expertise. Same thing with Jokic. Both deserve to be on here. And now we go to the bench. And my sixth man, which is weird to say. One second, one second, one second, one second. Yeah. I can't, I can't let this slide. I'm sorry. You put Kawhi Leonard over Luka Doncic. The man's a two-time Finals MVP. No, stop. It's a, it's a regular it's a rookie, season. Rookie of the year? Who has a better record right now? Yeah, yeah. I'm sorry. Continue, 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 continue. And I'm continue. a big Luka fan. I mean, I love, I love my Eastern Europeans as much as the next, next guy. But – it's Luca's first all-star game. He's probably going to end up being a star starter over Kawhi Leonard, but, or even Anthony Davis, I think Kawhi Leonard's going to probably be a starter over Anthony Davis, but 
That's beside the point. <laughs> Luka Doncic been balling out, basically carrying the Denver Mavericks to, I believe, the sixth spot right now in the Western Conference. After him, I've got Damian Dame Time Lillard. Uh, I mean, his Blazers have been struggling a little bit, but he's he's has always been balling out. And in years past, he's been snubbed, and I think I can't do that to this man. Um, after that, we've got a first-time appearance in Devin Booker. And as much as I hate to say it, this guy deserves to be on here. Yeah. I mean, the Suns are playing as bad as I thought they were, but it's time to put some respect on this man's name. I think he's averaging close to 27 a game. It's, I just wish he was in a better situation, like <laughs> the Clippers or something, but that's besides the point. Uh, also have Rudy Gobert, two teammates of Rudy Gobert and Donovan Mitchell from the Utah Jazz. Utah Jazz have just lost their win streak last last night, I believe, or the night before. But uh, Donovan Mitchell and Gobert are instrumental pieces to what is becoming a great team under Quinn Schneider. Donovan Mitchell, I believe this is his first All-Star game. Rudy Gobert, I think this is the same for him, and both are deserving to be on here. It's and, not Rudy's first game, but continue. Oh, my bad. But it is Donovan <laughs> Mitchell. Donovan Mitchell's been balling out. He's been crossing people up left and right. And then yeah. number 11, I've got Carl Anthony Towns from the Minnesota Timberwolves. Towns, uh, yeah. they started off hot early on in the season, but they're back to their old ways, back to being what we know the Timberwolves to be. Andrew Wiggins still disappointing as ever, but mm-hmm. Cat playing playing like he has. And he's actually he's super efficient too. You gotta love his game for a big man shooting as many threes as he does as efficiently. This guy no doubt deserves to be on here. And I think for number twelve, I've got Kristaps Porzingod. I mean this this may be oh kind of God. a kind of a no. iffy thing, but again, like I said, I love no. my Eastern Europeans. No, man. that's trash. No, 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 no. He's, he's had a couple of good trips here and there, especially uh, uh, like four. Well, you had games. the biggest snub. You had the biggest snub, but I'll, I'll, what, I'll let you finish this one, and then I'll tell you what's happening. I'll okay, tell you what's okay. really happening. But continue. And then uh, for my legend pick, I've got Carmelo Anthony. I thought he was retired, but he still is here. So I guess. Yeah. I guess he deserves to be on the All-Star team. What about you, Josh? Who do you got rounding right. out the West? Okay, for my starters, I got Luka and James Harden at the guard positions. Luka is close to averaging a 30-point triple-double. That's and we gave it to Russell. We gave no we, we gave it to Russell, but Luka's doing it efficiently. So I don't understand how you can just ride this man. Kawhi's having a decent season, but like you can't put him over Luka. Just take the names away. Josh, I don't know if you know all. this, but uh, I'm a Clippers fan first and foremost. So, I Whatever. mean, as much as I love Luka, he's got to be on the back burner to Kawhi Leonard. Whatever you say. So, Luka and James, James obviously averaging 5,000 points again. Like, I, I mean, mean, it's nothing new. Real. Like, I hate, I hate to say it, but, like, at this point, it's, like, it's kind of the norm. And – I hate to say it, but like it's not really leading his team to a lot of wins. So like maybe nope. it's time to switch it up. Who's he? But who's he you, not, you never know. What? What? You never know. 
Are the Rockets but behind the Clippers? He's behind the Clippers. That's right. I never said anything about the Clippers Rockets being better than the Clippers. Let me finish. Chill okay. out. It's okay. my okay. time. It's my time. We're not know, turning into undisputed right place. now. This is my time. Okay. Let me go. Jeez. Jeez, <laughs> chill out. Luca James at the four. At the shut up. Are you finished? Okay. But at the three, I got LeBron obviously leaving, leading the league in assists while also averaging 25 points himself, leading the best team in the league behind the Bucks according to win percentage. Also, I got AD at the other four position. And then at the five, I got Nikola Jokic. I don't think his stats are better than Carl Anthony Towns, but the Denver Nuggets are second in the East. Or not second in the East, second in the West. Yeah. But so, yeah, you got to have Jokic. Uh, I don't think this guy's the sixth man, but I just gotta, I gotta get him out the way just cause you, you, you snubbed this guy awfully. Like when I heard your list, let me finish. But when I heard your list, I was like, you're really going to leave this man out. Brandon Ingram. Dude, Brandon Ingram. No, you no, forgot here's, about him. Here's why I'm counting him out. He's playing why? God awful. Pelicans team. What do you mean? They're terrible. Okay, I think they're. What? You had Devin Booker on there. No, 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 no. Just to put this, they're in half a game behind the. They're ha- they're like one and a half games behind the the Suns. How can you say that? They're te- the Timberwolves are worse than the Pelicans. Now I understand the Timberwolves are worse than the Pelicans. I understand that the Pelicans were anticipating Zion Williamson to be back already. But Brandon Ingram, he's just – there's nobody around him. Those are those are inflated stats. He's been balling out. He had a career game last night. I will give you that. Man the Timberwolves have a worse record than the Pelicans. <sighs> so if you don't have Brandon Ingram on there, then you got to take off Cat. You got to take off Cat. I'm not taking off Cat. Cat is deserving of. Well, his then you got to put in. Who who'd you have last? You had so you didn't. You Chris had someone Thompson. that wasn't that. <laughs> you had Kristaps Chris, Chris is so inefficient. Kristaps okay. is so inefficient. Okay, I'll give you. Take I'll off Kristaps and put Brandon Ingram on. I'll, I'll do that, but thank you. That's all I care about. Reluctantly, I can, I can take. A, I can do the Luca Kawhi thing, fine. But you gotta have Brandon Ingram on. He's having Whatever. a breakout season. Who who Whatever. else do you have? Come on. Uh, obviously, I got Kawhi Leonard. I got Donovan Mitchell, Damian Lillard, Cat. I pretty much had the same team as you, uh, Devin Booker. Um, this is my this is where my toxic fanship comes in. But SGA, I got him at the twelfth spot. SGA, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> or whatever on the Utah Jazz is is averaging the same amount of points as Shea Gilgis Alexander. Okay, fine, 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 fine. So if you're you started have... Kawhi over Luca, let me have my thing. You started uh, Kawhi over Luca. Let me have my no, thing. No, no, no. Here's I'm only saying this is because I'm a little pissed off that we traded Shay for Paul George, but that's that's whatever. I guess. Yeah. But yeah. Who do you got for the East? Oh wait, hold up. I need to mention my legend real quick. Oh yeah. I see where you're coming out with Melo. And I do think he'll win story-wise, but when you just look at position of the team and the stats, I think I got to take CP3 over Melo. Ooh, I forgot. I, th- I think I got to take CP3 over Melo. Nah, I think- I, if I'm looking at the if I'm looking at the story included, I'll take Melo. But if I'm looking at accomplishments this year, I 
think you got to take CP3 over Melo. Nah, I mean, Chris is Chris has done tremendous yeah. for the Oklahoma so, State So, yeah, I I'm, I understand that. Yeah. I'm not too worried about that legend pick. Yeah. But who do you got for the East? Yeah. I also want to mention that Russell's fallen off a lot. So, yeah, I just wanted to mention that. <laughs> but for the East, for my starters, the East is kind of uh, – like, you know what I'm saying? The East, it's a lot tougher. Yeah. Well, obviously, for one of my starters, I got Giannis, the Greek freak, Ante Tacumpo, who's apparently shooting threes now. So everybody in the NBA, fear a, yourself. At a Goodness league gracious. average. Chill out. At a league average. Boy, no. That's all he needs to do. It's, Don't you understand? It's, it's he scary. He didn't even need to shoot. It's scary. The, that, if everyone in the league has to play all the way up on Giannis, then it's over. He's the, he's already the next decade's best player. Like, if everyone has to play up on Giannis all the way, barring injury, Giannis is the best player in the league. Imagine if Shaq did that. If Shaq could shoot. Yeah. I <laughs> would pretty, be intimidated as hell. Just, yes, exactly. Just that big of a man just coming. Uh, okay, yeah. so what else you got? But I got Giannis. I got Giannis. Next, I got Jimmy Buckets. He's His stats have been all right. His stats have been pretty good. But the real thing for me is that he's leading the Heat to the second best record in the East. And I feel like that alone has to put him up there. And you know what? I'm, I'm just going to forego the whole starter uh, rest of the rest of the league, rest of the team thing. Because it's kind of – the East is a little bit lackluster this year. I'm not going to lie. But yeah, I think so. Forgetting the starter thing, I think Giannis and Jimmy are the two. There are a lot of people, but it's all they're all kind of the same. It's not as clear cut as the West. So Giannis and Jimmy buckets are my two definite starters. After that, in no particular order, I've got Bam Bam at a bio. Everything I was hoping Hassan Whiteside was going to be and more. You got Kemba Walker leading the Celtics to one of the best records in the East. I also got to include Jalen Brown and Jason Tatum. Although if it came down to it, hot take, unpopular opinion, I'd take Jalen Brown over Jason Tatum I'm, right I'm now. I'm, just saying. I'm, I'm with you on that. Jalen Brown is very similar. Jalen Brown and Jalen Brown is quite a bit more efficient. I will say Tatum has a lot more moves in his bag, but I mean, if you just look at the scoring, I mean, I'd take Brown. Also, I feel like Brown's a much better defender, and he's a lot more athletic. So, And who's going to be funner to watch in the All-Star game? It's got to be Jalen Brown. He's going to put on some monster dunks. Windmill. But yeah. yeah. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. Maybe a 360 so, uh, move, perhaps? Perhaps. You never know. But yeah, Jalen Brown, Jason Tatum, DeMontis Sabonis from the Pacers. The Pacers – Nate – okay, forget – I, I'm done talking about like the Pacers being this good, the Pacers being that good. We have to acknowledge Nate McMillan at this point because he's led hodgepodge teams to decent records. He pushed – back when LeBron, LeBron was in his prime, scaring every single person – not back when he was in his prime, his prime, but back on the Cavs when he was literally averaging like 40 points or something ridiculous like that in the playoffs. He made every single game against him close. So and even now he's one of the best records in the East without his best player. So I feel like you got to give Nate McMillan a nod, but also de- obviously for the All Star position, Demontis Sabonis. I have Brogdon and Turner written down uh, as honorable mentions, but Miles Turner is really just a defensive minded player, that's and it's, that's not the problem. But he he just doesn't offer that much on offense. 
And Malcolm Brogdon, uncharacteristically for him, he's kind of inefficient right now. I and he's that, pretty much been the model of efficiency for his entire career. I think and that, that also Victor. has to do with him. Yeah. Once Victor comes back. But oh, yeah. I feel like uh, as of now, I, I feel like some of that comes to with him being the first option compared to where he was in the Bucks, where he was just like one of the – probably like the second or third option. But still, he hasn't been playing good enough for an all-star vote. Next, I got Embiid, and I know you don't like this, but Ben Simmons. Ugh. Embiid's been playing very well. Ben Simmons, even though he can't shoot, 15 points, 8 assists, 56% from the field. You got to give it to him. Also, great defense. Yeah, you got to give it to him. Uh, I got Zach Levine from the Bulls having a very good season. Quite That's efficient, good. actually. 44% from the field, 40% from three-point land. 23, 24 points. Very good. Bradley Beal's been playing really well. 27 points. I'll give the nod to him. Trey Young, obviously. Trey Young's been balling out. It's just crazy. Like, why have the sophomores been so insane this year? Like, I mean, I don't don't have the answers, but Luka Doncic and Trey Young, even Jaron Jackson and DeAndre Ayton have been deceptively underappreciated. Yes. it's It's just crazy. Because, mm-hmm. I mean, honestly, it'll probably go down as one of the better draft classes of of the 2010s. Without, a I doubt. mean, if they if they live up to even an iota of the potential they have, I think I feel like it can be one of the best of all time. Trey Young's averaging 28 in his second year, nine, almost like eight and a half assists. Luka Doncic is close to averaging a 30 point triple double. Jaron Jackson is averaging 18 points in 25 minutes, I believe. Also shooting super efficiently from three-point land. DeAndre Aiden, I feel like, just got to get back into the groove of things after his situation. But, yeah, everything – and those aren't just the only people. <laughs> Everyone yeah, after I that mean, has just been insanely good. Yeah, for sure. I think I think that – Yeah, definitely. Those, those two sophomores really deserve to be on the All-Star team. Maybe – well, yeah. Luka Doncic is probably going to be All-NBA, at least first, second, or third team. But I feel Young like might, that's true. Trey Young might sneak in there too. I don't think voters will give him that just because of his team's record, but I, I do see where you're coming from, though. That's fair. So, that's fair. yes. So, Trey Young, I have – as my legend pick, I obviously have Vince Carter. Like, who else are you going to give it to? First player to play in four different decades. And I also want to briefly mention a few players. Tobias Harris – uh, and Spencer Dinwiddie. Spencer Dinwiddie's been having an insane season, 22 points, carried the Nets to their record pretty much. Karis LeVert has been solid for that team, but Spencer Dinwiddie's far and away their first offensive option when Kyrie has been out. And also Tobias Harris has been very good in Joel Embiid's absence, averaging close to 20 points very efficiently as well. Ryan, you go ahead. What are your picks, my guy? All right, well, forget Giannis. That's already a given. But uh, Jimmy B, I've, I mean, I've Jimmy B has really surprised me with his leadership. I mean, more so. That's one aspect of basketball that we don't really talk about. And there's, there's been times that the media in the past has kind of just said that Jimmy, Jimmy Butler's a little toxic in the, in the locker room. And in no way mm-hmm. has that, that been true in Miami. I think it, the, the culture that he brings to Miami really fits with the team. So I mean I've got I Jimmy even, I've got Jimmy yeah. Jimmy Butler in there for sure. Yeah. 
I don't even think that it's a culture that he necessarily brought. I just think that the the culture Miami already had in place fit him so well that it was seamless. Like they started off the year hot and they've been great ever since. Eric's they've all they're all just as Jimmy says all the time and Bam Adebayo and Tyler Harrow, uh, they're all just hard nosed guys. And I feel like Cat, uh, not that this is a problem or anything, but he's like just a little bit softer mentally. Like some people, like me personally, I don't like people yelling at me or stuff like that. And I feel like because that's Jimmy's way of leadership and not a lot of people identify with that, that's why people see him as toxic. But when you put him in a system where that's appreciated, like the heat, I feel like you can see where his form of leadership truly shines. But yeah, Uh, the rest of your picks, I'm sorry. Go ahead. All right. Uh, Probably at the center position is going to be Joel Embiid. Uh, The 76ers have just been disappointing the last few years. They've got a really good and complete team. Josh I don't Richardson. know about that. Josh Richardson is almost averaging, I believe it's like 18 points a game. Okay. This mm-hmm. man can shoot. They've got they've got a good team. They're just not they're not handling their pieces well. They cannot win on the road for whatever reason. But uh yeah, Joel Embiid. I am not putting Ben Simmons on my list. Why that not? That man does not deserve to be on here. He why not? He's underperformed. He's not even. He's not averaging nearly. I think he's averaging three points less per game. And I understand that there are more shots that have to go to people like Tobias Harris and Al Horford. But I mean, Al Horford's only averaging like twelve. Tobias is only. Well, then what about Josh Richardson? Though I mean, but but even though that he, he Josh Richardson is balling out, Ben Simmons could shoot. Threes. If he can make a three, that man's average probably be up two or three points, and I'd give him the spot. But besides that, you left two people out that are very deserving to be on this list, and that is Pascal Siakam and Kyle Lowry. (laughs) See, I knew you was going to say that. I knew you was going to say that. Pascal and Kyle Lowry both haven't played enough games. Boy, come at me, son. Kyle Come Lowry back. has played 21 of the, I believe it was like almost 40, well, 29 of close to 40 games. Pascal, Pascal Siakam was on a tear until he got hurt. I still think that man, yes. that man was averaging 26 a game. Okay, well, if I know – okay, listen. If I know for a fact – Anthony Davis – and Kawhi Leonard on our Western All-Star picks, we got to put Pascal Siakam here on the East as well as Kyle Lowry. Because Kyle Lowry, Listen, under the radar. The, and under the every only game, reason he's always in the, in the All-Star game. He's got to be. The there. only reason I left them off was because I didn't – I don't think they've played enough games. Obviously, if they've played enough games, Pascal was averaging 25. Lowry was averaging like 20 and 7. Obviously, I would have put them on there. I would have probably switched them off for uh, – Probably for Levine and Beal. Yeah, See, probably for Levine and Beal. That's where but real like, for sure. Zach Levine continue. and Bradley Beal are already on my list. Because continue with your list. Happens. And we can we can argue about it later, but continue with your list. Zach Levine has been on a tear. I think this this will be his first all star game, and I really want to see that man back in the dunk contest. Those two years. Oh my gosh. It was so fun to watch. Uh, and I've got Spencer Dinwiddie from the Brooklyn Nets, probably the best player on the Nets right now in terms of chemistry and just what he provides to the team. What they no. were thirteen and thirteen Continue. without Kyrie Irving, and they have a losing Continue. record with him. 
All right, for my next pick, I've got Kemba Walker of the Boston Celtics, and he's 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 playing well. He's just playing well, and he looks like he's having fun. It looks like the Celtics are having fun as a team again. I would just like to reiterate to the public <laughs> and to all of our listeners, Kyrie Irving, you're trash. You're a terrible teammate. Nobody Stop. wants to play with you, Stop. okay? Stop Nobody calling wants this to man play out. with you. In your Cleveland days, you were terrible, okay? You Stop. were terrible. You couldn't Stop. do anything until Stop. LeBron got there. You need another yes. star to be good. And you're just okay, listen. awful as a teammate. I just listen, I, can't I don't that. And now, continue. And then I'll uh, and then yeah. I'll talk about your slander for Kyrie okay. Irving, but continue. You know what? If this man sues me for slander, he's not getting crap because I don't know. Continue. I'm not, stop. Continue. Don't we'll talk about this afterwards. We'll talk about this afterwards. Continue. Continue. Okay, 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 okay. So uh I mean I have Sabonis on here again. I mean, like like what you said, I mean He's just he's tearing it up, and Nate McMillan is just doing a really good job managing these two bigs that the Pacers have. I mean, Sabonis is averaging eighteen and what like I think he's averaging rebounds. To, I think he's averaging closer he's to twenty that. actually. Nah, there's like eighteen point seven. It was like eighteen point seven and like thirteen. Yeah, besides he's, he's going point, off. this he's man going deserves off. to That's be an all star. He's developed really well since his Oklahoma City days. Thank God. I mean that. It's just panned out well for him. But uh, also, I have Jalen Brown of the Boston Celtics, uh, a teammate of Kimba Walker, and a former teammate of Toxicity is Kyrie Irving. continue. We don't need to mess with Kyrie anymore. (laughs) Okay, uh, Jalen Brown, I think, with what you said earlier, is just – he just says a lot more than Jason Tatum. They have – Almost identical stats, but Jalen Brown's just more efficient. And like like I said earlier, he's just going to be funner to watch the All Star in the All Star game. But for my for my legend pick and the eventual 2020 Stop. dunk champion, I forgot I about that too. Yo, Vince. Freaking uh, Dwight Howard. <laughs> Goodness gracious. He better be oh, in God. it. Oh, my God. It would be so fun to watch him, Dwight Howard, Zach Levine, and Eric Gordon. Yes, oh, my definitely. God. I agree with that fully. I mean, I can't. I, I, can't I do want to say I, I mostly – I would be so eager. Yeah, I can't imagine that It would be one of the best. I don't know about that. Just paying homage to, oh. to one, what one was. I guess so. But I, I just want to say I agree with most of your list. <laughs> Ben Simmons, I feel like he's like fine. He doesn't shoot. There are a lot of play. Rudy Gobert doesn't shoot. I feel like Ben Simmons impacts the game more than Rudy Gobert does. When you take into account his passing, his perimeter defense, like even if, but your only your only qualm against him is that he. Uh, but you know, I just I don't like Ben. Your only qualm against him is that he doesn't shoot threes, though. I'm just saying so I'm just saying that Ben Simmons does so many things that his lack of shooting though it is a hindrance to a lot of people I feel like that just overshadows to many people everything else he does on the floor like he's pretty much he pretty much affects the game positively in every other factor aside from his shooting I just I can't get into him as a player he's just so 
if he if he did if he used his size and his athletic ability more, I I would be fine with it. And I understand that the team is 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 not designed around him to benefit him in any way. But I just think that he's just underperformed in so many aspects of the game. I mean, he does a lot. Don't get me wrong; he's a great defender, great rebounder, and can move the ball. But that shooting—it's just—it's hurting Philadelphia and hurting his chances to be in the All Star game. I mean, fine, but like, just look at the look at it without the look at it without the name attached to it, without expectations attached to he's it. Still not fifteen points, eight assists, good defense, good rebounder. Like, he's still not an All Star for me. Whatever. Okay. Agree to disagree, I guess. Nah, 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 and nah, then nah, nah. what you said about Kyrie Irving. What you said about Kyrie Irving, this it's isn't factual. even on topic, but it I feel like factual. I gotta get I feel like I feel like I gotta get this straight. Ryan. Joshua. If you look at the history of the NBA, yeah. almost no guard has led a team to a championship. Magic I feel like, I believe Isaiah Thomas Magic Johnson. I'm talking about score okay, no Girls, guard has been the scoring. leading scorer. No guard has been the leading scorer on a team led to the championship. That is, that is uh, okay, but that that Pistons that Pistons team didn't really have like a leading score. They didn't really have a leading player. Stephen Curry did it twice. That, that's what I was about to say. If you would have let me finish, Isaiah Thomas and Stephen Curry are believe are I Bob believe Cousy. the only two that I can think of. And Jerry, Isaiah Thomas, Kuzi, stop. No, Walt not Frazier. Bob Cousy, first of all. And back, can you can, can you let me finish? No, I can't. I can't. Can you let me finish? I can't let this this nonsense continue. Why? Because it's not Chucks true. and Bills didn't even lead the team in scoring. Rip Hamilton led the team in scoring. You're just saying names that are wrong, Ryan. You're just saying th- names you think lead the team in scoring. Bob oh. Cousy didn't even average that many points. He was a play. He was a playmaker. Chris Paul never went to the. Let me finish. You're saying wrong things. Uh, let whatever. me finish. You're saying wrong things. John Let me finish. <laughs> Larry Bird. Goodness gracious. <laughs> You're so no t- no team whose leading scorer has been their point guard has been led to the championship. So I feel like for Kyrie Irving to be better, that he just needs to get his teammates more involved. But a, what you keep saying about I feel like you just keep sla- okay. That's subjective. It's like Jimmy, like back in the day, people so were saying Jimmy Butler's a crappy team. No, it, 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 it may just be that it, it may just be that the Celtics weren't his fit. And you saying that he sucked on the Cavs, no, 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 no. that's not no. that's not the correct thing to say. No, you can't say that he sucked on the Cavs. The Brooklyn Nets, you can't say that he sucked the on the Cavs. Brooklyn Nets in the games that he has played have a losing record with Kyrie Irving playing. Kyrie's Kyrie's had that doesn't mean games. that he's bad. No, it, it does. They have a team. That can win has proven to win in the past. You know they they only added to their team this past offseason, right? DeAndre Jordan, it, Kyrie Irving, and Kevin Durant, who's not playing. But the the only exception is D'Angelo Russell, and D'Angelo Russell is obviously on the Golden State Warriors. But Kyrie Irving should supposedly be a better player and should be able to carry the offensive load that D'Angelo D'Angelo Russell did, and they still have a losing record okay he is not a good teammate and you're wanting to say all of these things about oh you can't have anybody leading the point well leading the team in points per game he's not a good teammate he doesn't move the ball he had his season high in assists last night with 11 okay 
that's not a good team. There's nothing. Kawhi's never Kawhi's never broken. Hasn't Kawhi never broken ten? No, he has. Kawhi Leonard is his style of basketball. Kawhi's broken ten. His once. style of basketball is completely different, and his position and role okay. on the team is okay. completely different. He <laughs> offers so much more to the game than Kyrie Irving. Kyrie Irving is one of the most. Okay, but if you're just looking, you're just looking at scoring. No, though. He's one of the most skillful and offensive players on the planet. This man does not yeah. do the things that are required to win basketball games. He's not a good defender, which is in some degree. He's an okay defender, though. In some degree, though, it's it, it goes back to him not caring about his team. He is more of about himself than he is about the team. He's already got a championship. James Harden doesn't really play defense. There's James so Harden many stars that you can't player. say that. James Harden can do so much You more. can't say all that stuff. You're wrong, but we'll, we'll, James Harden we'll can move pass on. better. Yeah, he's. He no, can, we're not going to move on. Teammate. We're not going to move he's on. He's a better teammate than Kyrie Irving. Kyrie Irving. Okay, James Harden's better than Kyrie Irving, but listen, Ryan, Ryan, you can't say Kyrie Irving's bad though. He's a bad. You can't just teammate. say I'm not saying and you can't. Bad. You can't said, speculate that you're not. You're not in the locker room. You can't speculate about that. Even, you can't just even, go around saying that people LeBron, are bad teammates. Even with LeBron, this man was over here t- talking smack. Right, he's saying I, I mean, I don't want to, I want to be with LeBron anymore. I want to do my own thing. He gets the ability to do What's that. Wrong with that. He gets the ability to do that in a team atmosphere in Boston where they have talent. They have proven talent. Yeah. And in the following year, when you're back yeah. and you're healthy, guess what? Uh you know what? It's Gordon Hayward's fault. You know what? Yeah, it's it's Gordon Hayward's fault. And then somebody like Kimba Walker can take your spot, who's People have spec well, not speculated, but have said that Kimball Walker is a watered down version of Kyrie Irving. The Boston Celtics are doing better without him. They're they're doing yeah. they're doing better without him, okay? And then Kyrie throwing his okay. under the bus, that's ridiculous. Okay, first of all, Jason Tatum is shooting about pretty much the same shots he was last year, except last year he was ultra inefficient. This year he's just making more shots. Jalen Brown wasn't playing good last year. And you can say all this and that about Kyrie Irving. I don't think he can affect an entire – like Jalen Brown's jump couldn't have just been because Kyrie Irving left. That's not that's nonsense because Kyrie Irving left so I don't think, and Kimball Walker came. Also Gordon, Hay- also, Gordon Hayward wasn't averaging nearly as efficient or as good point uh, stats as he is now. Jalen Brown wasn't what he was. So their top three remaining scores were not as good as they were. We're not as good as they are now. So you can't just say, oh, because you switched out Kyrie Irving with Kemba Walker is that. No, you switched out a less inefficient Jalen Brown for a more efficient Jalen Brown. You switched out a, you switched out a less not, inefficient Jason Tatum I'm not for, Jason, for a more efficient talents. Jason Tatum. You switched out an injured Gordon Hayward for a healthy Gordon Hayward. You can't you can't just say it's uh you can't just say, oh, they subtracted Kemba Walker. They subtracted Kyrie Irving and added Kemba Walker, so they're obviously be- so Kemba Walker's obviously better. I'm than not. Kyrie no, Irving. I'm not can't saying, saying that. that he is a better player. I'm saying he is a better teammate, and that is what I have continued to say on this pod. You said Kyrie Irving was a bad player, though. He's a bad teammate. I've said that multiple times throughout the. the you said he was part. a bad no, player he's too. Not a bad player. You he's said a he was a bad talent. He's one of the most skillful players that have ever played the game of basketball in the NBA. Okay, his style of play is so fun to watch, but just his presence in the locker room 
should not be discounted. That's out. not what uh, you were saying earlier, though. Exactly you were talking about you were talking about no, you were talking about team play, and you were also talking about stats. Yes, that those are portions of what make a good teammate and a good player. Okay, you can. You can be on, and his stats are great. You can be on a bad team and have good stats. This man. Okay, Kyrie Irving's been on a good team and had good stats, though. Nope. He's been on a championship team and has good stats. LeBron James, this second or if not the greatest player of all time. We can't. Okay, we got we got to move on, folks. I'm sorry, but Josh is just too caught up on this. So yeah, thanks for tuning in. And you know, if you're tired and you've hit the bedrock. Just kick your feet up and plug into the sweatshop. We out. Let's get it.